Good morning, Friendship Baptist Church, family and friends. Welcome to uh, another virtual worship here being the first Sunday in the month of, of March. This also being our, our um, communion Sunday here at the Friendship Church. And we ask those of you that would like to participate that you would have your elements ready and at the end of the message, we will carry out the Lord's Supper. There is a word from the Lord, if you have your Bibles. And as I always say, every believer should have, should have their Bible. If you would turn to 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 2. I'm just going to lift one verse. Verse number 24, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. And it reads, and he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. For by his wounds, you were healed. This morning, I want to use as a subject of thought, forgiveness is available to all. Forgiveness is available to all. You know, forgiveness is a tough subject. If you ever had to do a discussion with a fellow uh, Christian or believer or just someone who wanted to talk about when does forgiveness take place and whether or not forgiveness can take place. Forgiveness is not an easy reality. Uh, forgiveness is easily spoken but harder to deliver for many. Forgiveness is a requirement by God. Oh, I can hear someone saying right now, and I've heard it before, uh, you just don't know how nasty he or she has been to me throughout my life. Uh, you don't know the hell I've been through because of him or her. Uh, you don't know the pain he or she has brought into uh, my family. Yeah, I've, I've heard many uh, excuses and reasons why forgiveness is, is, is not able to be given. It seems that there is a belief that there are just some things that are just not forgivable. Oh, but I'm here to tell you that the Bible teaches about forgiveness and how God forgives and he forgives no matter what the issue may have been. If you don't believe me, look over in 1 Corinthians um, chapter number 6 verses 9 through 11 of Paul's letter to the church at Corinth. And it reads, says, or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not believe, do not be deceived. Uh, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. In this letter to the church at Corinth, notice now Paul names just about every category of sin in those scriptures. Members of the Corinthian church at some point in their life 
had participated in those sins. And the reason we know that it's true, because if you read on, Paul declared, and that is what some of you were. In other words, he makes it clear all that I have stated, all of the sin categories that I've, I've shared, some of you were, weren't, were once a part of that. But he goes on to say, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God. Simply, Paul declares that there is no sin, that God would not grant forgiveness if asked or seek in Christ, if you ask or seek in Christ. So forgiveness is available to all. Not only that, if you don't believe Paul, the Apostle John wrote over in 1 John 1, 9, says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. However, however, the modern day church, it seems, is sometimes known as the hospital that kills is wounded. In other words, uh, church people uh, are known for not forgiving others. You know, it's a sad day when those who identify with the church have an issue with forgiving. See, believe it or not, condemning others is not the mission of the church. That's not the mission of the church. Uh, the mission of the church was, was given to us over in Matthew 28, verses 18 uh, through 20, chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, by baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Notice what it says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, and it goes on to say, and lo, I'm with you. So always, even unto the end of the world, amen. You see, the mission of the church, yeah, is to go to all people and teach them the gospel or tell them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then baptizing any new converts uh, who accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And then to teach them to observe all things commanded by God. Yes, that's the mission of the church. You see, we as Christians have no problem in condemning sin, particularly those sins in which we are not currently participating in. Uh, we as believers in Christ Jesus are, are called to embrace the spirit of Jesus Christ. Jesus demonstrated in his earthly walk a spirit of love towards every and anybody. In other words, uh, while we are to hate sin, we are to love the sinner. I think I need to say that again. No, we're, we're, we're not to, to love sin. We're to hate sin, but we're to love the sinner. Oh, if I could stop right there and think about it. 
uh, in our walk of life, we haven't always been saved, but yet uh, we were still loved, still loved by those that were part of the church. We, you know, folks like to talk about how grandmama prayed and how granddaddy prayed and how mama prayed and how, how, how daddy prayed. Yeah, they prayed for us even we had, when we were not in Christ, even when we had failed uh, to come forward and accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they still loved us while we were yet still living in sin. Yes, Romans chapter 3, verse 22 through 24 is a constant reminder of how no one should ever look down on anyone unless you are helping to pick them up. Because right there in the text, beginning at verse 22, it says, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all, verse 23 says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption of and that is in Christ Jesus. Yes, yes, none of us, none of us can brag about anything because we all have sin and we all have fallen short at some point. But yet through our relationship with Jesus Christ, yeah, being justified by his grace through the redemption that is found in him. Yes, anyone who is a sinner can take great comfort in this fact. The gospel clearly states that Christ paid the penalty for all our sins. Anyone who confesses and repents of their sins will receive forgiveness and salvation. See, Christ did not die uh, just for certain big sins or little sins, as we sometimes like to classify them, but for all sins. So, so no one should ever worry uh, that your life has been too sinful, that your life has been too messy or too horrible, uh, that you are beyond the power of the cross. No, 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 you shouldn't worry about that. Don't, don't, don't let anybody else m make you think or feel that your life has been so raggedy and messed up uh, that, 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 that you can't receive forgiveness no, no, we must understand uh, that the cross, the work on the cross is there for all of us, for all of us. We must never judge others as being beyond forgiveness because of their sin. The cross of Jesus Christ is stronger than any of our sins. Yes, Christians must stand firm against sin, but we completely fail in our duties if we do not pair that bold stance with the proclamation that the cross of Christ is big enough to cover any sin. Yes, we can point out sin, but we ought to be able to let others know that there is forgiveness for sin and that the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on the cross will cover all sins. Yes, Jesus' work on the cross is really a story of extraordinary love that's available to all, no matter our past sins, no matter the regrets, no matter the baggage, no matter the failures. Peter reminds us of the power 
of the cross. He reminds us in this sermon text. He reminds us of how the cross works in our life. Notice he says, and he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. For by his wounds you were healed. Peter writes to the believers to help them to understand uh, three major things in this text. Wanted them to understand, first of all, that Jesus himself bore all of our sins, that his work on the cross was enough. His work on the cross was enough for your sin and for mine. His work on the cross covered any sin. Secondly, we have the opportunity to die to sin and live a righteous life. We have a choice. Yeah, we have the opportunity to turn from our wicked ways and live a righteous life. Yes, the third thing is we are healed from all our sins by the wounds Jesus suffered on the cross. Our healing comes from the blood he shed on Calvary. Yes, he died on Calvary. And because he died and because he was buried and resurrected, all are eligible for forgiveness by the power of the cross through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, believers, believers should not be condemning, but show love to others while pointing to the life-changing forgiveness available at the cross. And let God do the rest. Yes, forgiveness is available to all. Oh, I stop by to tell you if you've been forgiven by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and you know it. Yes, you ought to be able you ought to be able to say like the hymn writer, the hymn writer that said at last and did my savior bleed and did my sovereign die. So would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I? And you know the lyrics at the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. He said it was there by faith that I received my sight and now I'm happy all the day. Yes, was it for crimes that I had done? Say, he groaned upon the tree. Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. Yes, church, it was at the cross where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart rolled away. And I believe there's others who can testify to the fact that it was at the cross, knowing and believing what took place on the cross covers all of our sins. So don't let anybody make you feel and think that you aren't worthy of forgiveness. Forgiveness is available to all. Yes, he died for us all. And forgiveness is waiting on you. Yeah, don't allow anybody to push you in a corner, make you think you're not worthy. Because the truth of the matter, none of us are really worthy, but it's by his grace and his mercy that we have been afforded forgiveness. Yes, if you've yet to accept the forgiveness that comes from my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, man may never forgive you, but we serve a God who will believe that he died on a cross, that he was buried in a borrowed tomb, and that he's risen. And you shall receive that forgiveness 
that gives you that key to eternal life. Stop worrying about what the world has to say. Just make sure you know what God says and believe in his word. Because it is through his word that we are saved. And it's through that word that we have eternal life. Yes, forgiveness is available to all. I ask that you would accept Jesus Christ if you have not. I ask that you will connect to a Bible-believing church, that you can grow in your word, that you can grow stronger and live out your life knowing that you've been forgiven. If you desire to join us here at the Friendship Church, as always, 803-648-9290. Remember, forgiveness is for you as well as it is for me. Amen.